Let's go make sure that Bryson is... Okay, I'm going to try to see where Bryson is. So when I come out, I'm going to try to assess the situation. Yeah, go ahead and roll plus superior. Um, ooh, yes, much better this time. That is going to be a nine. All right. You can ask one from the list. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? And, and how can we best end this quickly? Um... What can I use to get Bryson the F out of here? I think you see a lot of people running. There are you know, a lot of cars have been thrown and flipped over. But mm-hmm. uh, I think you see nearby there's like a group of a couple people like trying to get into a taxi cab and get out of there. Okay. And do I see where Bryson is? Like, is he, like, currently being held or anything? Or is he just Bryson there? is ducking, dodging, dipping, diving, and dodging all <laughs> of the debris that's going around, running over to this hole to where his big bro has just parkoured their way out of. No. Um, oh, goodness, Bryson. Uh, my <laughs> sweet boy. Um... I'm gonna tell him no. I'm fine. You gotta, you gotta get out of here. And um, it's, uh, I think, um, Rubix is gonna go try to uh, meet him like halfway and um, just like grab him and uh, run to like the nearest like cap that seems to be out of the immediate area of threat um, and just be like, go. And just, <laughs> and just like throw throw like money in the cab <laughs> so like here <laughs> see as you're tossing him in and this money just like at the window like but I want to stay with you Bryson if you don't get out of here you're gonna get seriously hurt and I don't know what I would do if you got hurt okay roll to provoke someone that's gonna be uh plus superior again okay um I'm gonna That is another nine. Yay. Let me check something real quick. Mm-hmm. You have influence over Bryson, so you get a plus one to, to moves targeting them. So I believe that makes it a 10 for you. That does make it a 10. For NPCs on a 10 plus, they rise to the bait and do what you want. So uh, I think in this moment, he's just like, Okay, come home soon. I will, buddy. I mean, I gotta get more food anyway. All of our food got trashed on the way here, so don't tell mom, okay? Actually, do tell mom. She should make more. (laughs) Okay. And you see the cab starts to take off. And so as that dust is going, uh, I think we're going to flip over to Falcon Girl. Falcon Girl, you are in the air and have... A good lay of this battlefield. You see that Quasi and uh, Quasi and Tooth are in this hole. You see Merger's just had his tablet cut in half. Liquidator's still kind of very nervous about what's going on. You see Royale in a shocking twist, non-threateningly walking up to uh, the two suited individuals, king and queen. 
and uh, you see Renovator just starting to pick things up and continue causing destruction. What do you, uh, as this uh, other suited individual that came with uh, Fen is barreling down towards them? What do you do? Hmm. I think that she's going to go in the direction of playing 4D chess here and go towards Renovator and help this other person out who right now I think she's sort of assuming is also involved with Aegis. For sure. Uh, go ahead and uh, what are what are you looking to do to Renovator here? Kick his ass. Really like assist the other person so she can like provide an, a distraction so that they can uh, get like a good hidden or sort of like uh like get a good hit in herself and like knock him over to them so that they can do something cool um she's like trying to enter battle here with renovator but also like trying to make it clear that she's like um flanking it's like a duet sort of yeah for sure oh cute uh go ahead and roll directly engage a threat and go ahead and take a plus one forward on this Oh, that's right. It's okay. very clear she's never met Maxine. <laughs> yeah. She's, just, she's making a lot of assumptions here. Um, so that is... So I rolled a six. Do I have bad stuff with... So no, I'm not afraid. Um... And I need to roll plus danger, which is pretty good. So that's plus two, which puts me up to an eight, which puts me up to a nine. All righty. So you get to pick one, resist or avoid blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Um, I'm going to create an opportunity for my allies. My ally being this other person that I don't know anything about. <laughs> Hello, new mark. person. Ally? <laughs> we're, we're, gonna, we're trying to beat up the same person, so ally. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> yeah, so I think what happens here, you're starting to fly down, and Renovator sees you coming, and much like caught Remix and slammed Remix into a hole, uh... They go, and they grab you, and are slamming you down into the ground. So go ahead and take a powerful blow here from that. But uh, you feel, as you're being slammed down, Renovator's weight being shifted as they are just getting absolutely pummeled by these almost limbs that have grown out from this other hero suit and they're just trying to restrain and just pummel onto renovator yeah <laughs> um i rolled a 14 <laughs> your plan worked too well <laughs> shit okay so, uh, fuck uh, on a 10 plus this, this was a bad yeah. plan on a 10 plus <laughs> you must remove yourself from the situation flee pass out etc oh no you lose control of yourself oh, or your powers shit. in a terrible way or two options from the seven to nine list which do include 
Lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition on them. You give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain, mark two conditions. Damn it, Cliff. How could you do this? Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, so I don't want to take two options from the seven to nine list, so we're going to eliminate that one. Um I kind of also, well, I think the most interesting one is losing control of myself or my powers in a terrible way. Um, I don't know how that plays with my unknown condition that I have here. Yeah, I think that that's the most interesting one. I think it would be kind of bad if I just passed out immediately. (laughs) Yeah, so what happens here is everything around you just kind of dims like you're about to pass out. But instinct just starts kicking in. All of the training from Rapid Falcon just starts coming out. You seeing red in this moment. And always being taught, you know, the the key is being surprising. The key is using your flight to its advantage. And I think you do that. You, as you're like coming up from being bounced off the ground, you start flying up as high as you can. And as you're flying up, In one hand, you've got a hold of this blaster gun. The other hand, you grab onto the hand of Renovator, and you start flying up. He's still got a grip on you. You've got your grip on him. You fly up about the height of a skyscraper. And... You point this this blaster. Oh my gosh! At Renovator. Oh no! Oh no! And you directly hit to the face, and both Renovator and Reset, who was still attached to Renovator, take the brunt of this blast and just start rocketing down to the ground, and create yet another large crater. In this, and almost as a mirror to Royale situation from the Steve and Eve fight, as the smoke clears from that crater, this wasn't one that was over a uh, sewer line. This was just straight up ground under this road where you hit them. Beat up, unconscious. You see the bodies of Renovator and Reset knocked out of this fight. Finn is a terrible babysitter. <laughs> no. this, this is not going to reflect well. Uh. And I think that it start like, I don't think you realized it at first. You see that, like, so much damage that's been done to this road 
some of the buildings around are starting to get really shaky, especially ones that have already sustained damage during this altercation. And Falcon Girl is just kind of up flying. Royale, you are walking non-threateningly up towards uh, <laughs> King and Queen, and you see, uh-huh. you see this happen. You see Falcon Girl flying up and then just shooting in the face this big renovator guy and them rocketing down to the ground. Uh-huh. What are you doing in this moment? Uh, well, first of all, Chelsea is like, yeah, okay, so it's bad when Royale does it, but it's okay when Falcon Girl does it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. We'll get to it. <laughs> um, but Royale, <laughs> um, she's like super horrified by this. Um, because she, she, well, I don't think she knows that Falcon Girl lost control and did this. She thinks that this must be the next stage of training, in which case I don't want that. that. <laughs> yeah, so you would have known this if you would have uh, read the pamphlets that she sent, you know. Yeah. <laughs> seems, seems a little extreme if you ask me. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is Hollow Dad telling her? <laughs> Um, so I think, I think definitely, uh, King and Queen can see this, like, look of, of horror on her face. Um, and I think they, they even see her, like, instinctively maybe try and move towards Falcon Girl, but she stops herself, um, before, uh, turning back to them. Um, and she... She, like, looks at them pleadingly, almost, and is like, I don't know exactly what you think you're doing here, but you two need to leave. I think in this moment, they're open to listening, but I think to get them to back off of this plan, I I think you need to provoke someone. I think I need a... uh, Roll plus superior from you. Oh, uh, well, that's bad. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's okay. Like, I. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. It's only a minus four. <laughs> uh, I will say the most you can have in masks is a minus three to a roll. So there's that little kindness. Okay, yeah, because I have I have minus two in superior, and then I have guilty, so or uh, whatever the one that do I have one for provoke? Yeah, yeah, I I am guilty, so I have minus two to provoke too. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so minus three max. Um. I rolled a two. Ah. So, so that's a, a hot and spicy negative one. <laughs> I want to add seven team, eight team <laughs> to Royale's roll. <laughs> so I don't provoke them. <laughs> Yikes. In fact, they probably laugh at me. <laughs> Um, what actually 
happens here. You're telling them that they should leave. And Mm -hmm. you see King start to make a move forward towards you. Not threateningly. Not threateningly. Uh But as he moves forward, all three of you specifically, you know, it's kind of almost out of the shadows. You all see this bright light fly into the ground between you three. It hits and blows up. Uh, The (laughs) the three of you are flung back from each other. Not far Uh and not really enough to like deal damage at you. Right. And rolling out of the shadows on a skateboard with these it's definitely like a costume it's not like jeans but they're like baggy pants uh, black pants a white long sleeve shirt and a black cape trailing behind them domino mask and a top hat with a card in the rim of it <laughs> uh, you see someone who looks like they once saw Tuxedo Mask and thought that looked uh-huh. like a good look. Uh, <laughs> coming out, I was just saying this sounds like Tuxedo Mask. Coming, <laughs> coming out from the top hat is shoulder-length blonde hair. Oh, son of a bitch. And <laughs> What are you doing here? <laughs> No one called you! (laughs) (laughs) And you see on the card that's in their hat, an ace. I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) The gang's all here. How how could he look like this? (laughs) (laughs) Don't listen to them. They don't care. They're just trying to use you like they've always used us. Are you saying this to me? Yeah. Okay. I... I don't like any of this. <laughs> um, so I look over and I can see that, that King and Queen are okay. Yeah, they're okay. They're shaking. They're standing up. And I think you see King looks angry about this. And I mean, who wouldn't uh-huh. be angry about Fair. being blown up a little bit? Fair. <laughs> Kind of a worried look comes over the face of Queen. Mm-hmm. You see Ace rolling up on the skateboard. And as they kick it up, you can see the bottom of the skateboard looks like an Ace playing card. Oh my god, this motherfucker. <laughs> what was he even doing? Watching from the shadows for this exact thing to happen? What the fuck, bro? Yes. <laughs> um, God, I am overwhelmed with emotion. I think Ryle has <laughs> to take a second to, like, think about all this stuff. And honestly, I think I'm going to mark um, Hopeless in this moment because she thought she knew what was going to happen. And now with this happening, this is a whole lot of extra shit that she was not prepared to fucking deal with in this moment. <laughs> I don't know what's going on between you all, but there's 
a reason you want it out, don't let them trick you into going back. In the next panel overhead, there's the sounds of several choppers. Shit. <laughs> blades whirling. Rope ladders start descending from these helicopters. Aegis agents landing down. And from up above, lying down, you can hear all superpowered entities in this area stand down. You are all being taken in by Aegis. You are all under arrest. Fuck, it's the cops. <laughs> Jeez it. <laughs> Quasi, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> I think... You said I the quiet part loud. <laughs> I think that Fen being closer to Royale than anybody else, because everybody's kind of scattered, turns around, looks at her, and goes, get your friends and get the hell out of here now. I'll cover for you. Go. Aw. Uh, yeah, I think Royale gets to her feet and looking for any reason not to deal with all of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess probably looks for Falcon Girl, since that's who she knows is sort of like not doing super hot right now. Um, is, is she still like in like in the air, like vibing, I guess? <laughs> admiring her work. <laughs> uh, I think that hearing this <laughs> Hands on her hips. voice coming from some sort of loudspeaker or possibly more uh, is shaken out and kind of sees what happened here. Um, yeah, she is horrified. And I know I took a condition from just like trading blows, but I think that now she's also afraid also um, by what she has done. Uh, again, um, for the second time now. <laughs> and uh, she is going to uh, kind of go into fight or flight and choose flight and get the hell out of there. Oh, no. Um, but I think that she's going to stop after a second and try to assess where her team is. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's really a problem for you. Uh, you knew that Quasi got flung into a hole, and you can see that still there. Uh, Royale is still near. Now three other playing card suited looking individuals. And you see Fen is still down kind of close to uh, Merger, who's kind of like fallen, sat down onto the ground and was like, holding their hands up in the air. And uh, you see Remix is kind of coming back, starting to come back towards the scene after uh, getting Bryson out of the way. I don't think it's much of a question for you to pick out your team in this chaos. Yeah, so I think that she's going to fly down to where the team is instead of running at this point. And uh, try to get as central as possible, maybe picking up a remix along the way just to get everyone, like, grouped up. And uh, when they are, um, she's going to say, guys, you've got to get out of here. Just leave. You're not coming. I don't think that I can. They're going to be looking for all of us if I go with you. 
Then we all should go. I've got you, Falcon Girl. Go, quickly. I'm going to stop them. And then Fenrir hops onto his communicator and is like, you can't come to the ground. Everything is too... Right now it's just too unstable. Too many people down here and things might collapse further. Give me a minute. And then he turns turns it off, turns back to Falcon Girl and says, leave. I can't give you much more time. Quasi's going to look at Falcon Girl. Uh, she's going to look conflicted for a second, but then be like, okay, fine, let's go. Let's leave now and try to get the hell out of there as fast as she can. <laughs> yeah, and I think that as you all are making your escape, then you see landing next to you is Agent Wing. They're mechanical wings, much like Rapid Falcons were, coiling back into the pack they have on their back. And just looks at you and says, Who are you to give orders here, Fenrir? Someone who is trying to keep more people from getting hurt. And I point over to where Reset is in a crater. The, the ground has been falling apart since these idiots started fighting. You see him kind of go to his wrist communicator and Delta 5, Delta 6. We've got runners who are non-authorized Aegis heroes. Follow them. Uh, he'll turn to, to Wing and he'll say, Look, you need them to come with you. You need them to trust you. Let me go to them as soon as they get grounded. I can make this happen. This kind of response is just going to push them further and further away. And he points to Marjorie and says, these idiots are trying to get them to fight you, and they weren't going to do that. You arrest them, and it's all over. Just give me a little more time. I can make this happen. Uh, Fen, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and provoke someone here. Let's do it. I hope it works. <laughs> it's it's plus superior, and I have a negative too. <laughs> good, 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 good. I believe in you. <laughs> Everything can go great here. Everything can go great. Actually, that's even with the minus two and nine. So, hey. so on a seven and nine, they can instead choose one. They stumble. You get plus one forward against them. They err. You gain a critical opportunity. Or they overreact, you gain influence over them. And he, uh, as he says, look, I'm just trying to do the impossible frickin' job that you gave me. I'm trying to do my best. I'm trying to make sure things work out. Let me do it. If you have that much confidence in me, give me the chance. All you've been doing is throwing curveballs at me since this started. I think what happens here... Go ahead and mark influence over Agent Wing. I think in this instance, I'm yes-anding both things. Because Agent Wing hauls their hand back and slaps you across your face. And... I am your superior. Don't ever talk back to me like that. And... See him go back to his risk communicator, 
Delta five, Delta six, stand down. I think Flynn, I think Finn will glare at him and then vanish out. Just, just teleport away. Yeah. The communicator will be on the ground. Oh. <laughs> I think the next panel sees the main team. Where do you run? Um, Are you running together? I know what I suggest, but I'm going to wait. <laughs> uh, so I, I think a, yeah. I have a question that informs my decision. <laughs> um, as we were all splitting up, did Royale see where Queen and King and Ace ran off to? Uh, you were kind of looking back as you're running, so at least starting to run or looking like it. Yeah. And I think you see King and Queen put their hands up and start backing oh, no. up towards uh, Merger and Liquidator. Oh, no. <laughs> and okay. you see Ace get back onto their skateboard and starts rolling away in... Uh, heading east in the city. Okay. Shit, I told them to leave. <laughs> okay. Well, then I, I'm, I'm running with everybody else then. There's nothing I can do to, to stop that. Um, I think that Falcon Girl is sort of headed in the direction of the hideout, but after a while, if the team stays grouped up, um, she's going to say, I think that at least I should split off. They're going to be really upset about what happened, and I don't want everyone to go down. What? Are you, you sure you want to do that? I think I just need to lay low for, like, just a little bit. We all should. Yeah. We were all there. That's true. I, I guess I'm just worried about them finding us all together, at least if it's... I don't know. Well, I'm worried about them finding you alone. We're stronger together. That's true. Um, I, I don't, I, I think I have an idea. Um, does she have a way to contact Benchmark directly? Yeah, I think you, at this point, you were able to contact Benchmark to meet you outside of the warehouse before, so... That's true. Um, I think that she is going to uh, reach out to Benchmark, whether that's through text or her communicator or something, and uh, inform him that they need a place to uh, lay low for at least a little while. I think you don't get a text back, but you get a like map ping. It looks like it's a... It's in the uh, residential district. It's like a... Just a... Small, average-looking house. Not in really, like... Not in a bad part of town, but not in, like, the nice part of town either. Just a really, like... Milk toast middle-of-the-road area. Um, yeah. She's going to be like, Alright, follow me. I'm gonna say that Remix is actually, like, riding Quasi, if Quasi is still <laughs> I mean, Quasi's, like, almost big enough to ride anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, I'll say uh, Quasi is still slightly big. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, riding on the back of Quasi. Yeah, and Royale's running after, trailing behind a little bit. I think she's still, like, wondering if she should have went back. Yeah, um... Falcon Girl is flying, but admittedly, like, flying kind of low, trying to keep an eye out for stuff. Yeah. I think you get to that section of town. It's just a little, like, looks like a small one-story house. Just, it's very unassuming. And waiting at the door, you all see an unmasked benchmark. My friend. Who? Yeah, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of like looking around, seeing the four of you and like waving you in. Yeah, she goes in right away. Yeah, Quasi will shrink his form down to his normal size. <laughs> Letting Remix fall off of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, and Rael follows, but she definitely like sizes up Benchmark before. <laughs> Before going in. And so you see after you come in, he looks around again outside and shuts the door. And Jesus, y'all, what what happened? I just I just saw on the news there was a whole big thing downtown. Um, yeah. Uh, Aegis came in. I think that they were trying to get Aegis's attention from the beginning, but... Uh, Aegis came in and told everyone to stand down and uh, we we're probably going to be like arrested or something. So we needed to find a place. Yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, are you all all right? Do we need any kind of medical or anything like that? Quasi a little hungry. I think that Falcon Girl looks moderately banged up <laughs> to take a pretty good hit. Uh, you see he kind of zips to another room and zips back. And, you know, he's got, like, a first aid kit in one arm. And see there's, like, a couple bags of some ch various chips in the other. It's like, y'all are welcome to stay here until at least some of the heat dies down. Maybe we figure out what your next moves are. I don't know. I'm not part of your team. Y'all can, y'all can figure that out for yourselves. But you're, you're welcome to stay here. Yeah, I think that we need to at least um, regroup and figure out what we're going to do next. All right. Well, the the space is yours. And he goes over to a panel on the wall behind his uh, entertainment stand and. Just kind of hits a certain spot and you see the floor of the entertainment stand kind of shifts to the right and there are some stairs leading down. Oh, hell yes. Secret layer. Yeah, if y'all want to, you can use my use my safe room so that way if anybody comes looking, I can say, nope, ain't no ain't no heroes here. Um, yeah, thank you. And she's going to go in and look to see if anyone is following her. <laughs> yeah, Quasi will follow. Okay. Oh, Remix is definitely following. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it should be, yeah, just I'm I'm riding with Falcon Girl no matter what, you know? Aww. <laughs> Ride or die. <laughs> Ride or die. Um, 
I think Rael does not follow it first. I think, um, I, th I think she, uh, excuses herself to the bathroom real quick and probably has a nice cry. <laughs> and she's trying to decide if she wants to. I think that Falcon girl is sort of waiting kind of like half in, half out of the safe room then. Okay. Like sort of lingering by the door. Then, then yeah, I think um, Falcon Girl catches Royale as she comes out of the bathroom and is notably, like, has the, the hallmarks of crying. <laughs> um, and I think she, they, they catch each other looking at each other. Are you coming? Should I? Yeah, I mean, you heard Quasi. It's better to stick together, right? Yeah. Maybe. I think that for now, at least, that's the safest option. Yeah, but safest for who? All of us. I... I don't... I don't know if it is. But... why? I... I don't want to hurt you again. I just, just come in and we'll, we'll talk about it. Talk about it how? So you can get mad and punch me in the face again? And then I can hurt you even worse than I did last time? Royale, just... I, 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 I promise I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I am so scared right now. I don't think you understand. I, I don't know what I would do if I hurt any of you. And I can't promise you I won't right now. But that's the risk we all take with each other all the time. I mean, look at look at me, look at Quasi, look at Remix, look at any of us. Any of us could lose our powers whenever. It's happened to me twice already. We just have to trust each other and trust ourselves that we can handle it. That's why we're a team. Yeah, but I can't trust myself. Falcon Girl, I barely even know who the fuck I'm supposed to be. But n none of us do. No, it's... It's different for me. Yeah, and I'm sure if you ask Quasi, it's different from him. It's different for me. It's different for Remix. We all have different lives, but we're all trying to work towards the same thing. That never changed. Were we all trying to work towards the same thing? I thought we were. It sure doesn't feel like it. Well, then what do you want? What, what, what do you want to do? I don't... I don't know. I don't know. Then let's figure it out. I'm scared. Okay. And I don't know if I can be around you or anyone else when I'm like this. But we have to try. What if it what if it all goes to hell? What if what if I fucking blow up and kill all of you in the process and then what will it all have been for? Well, what if I take two people into the air and kill them and let them go? It's <laughs> We 
we just have to figure it out. What are we going to do if we never talk about it and try to figure it out? This is just, just decide this is how it is and fuck everyone else. We're just going to go off on our own. I think Royale goes to say something like snippy, but stops herself. (laughs) Um, And she sort of like studies Falcon Girl. Why are you getting me to stay so badly? Or why why are you trying to make me stay so badly? Um, I think she's going to look a little bit bitter when Royale asks that. And I think she's going to think about what she's going to say for a second here. And she's going to say, um, because I don't want to lose anyone else and were we think... making our way into the room with like snacks and stuff <laughs> yes <laughs> okay i'm gonna i'm gonna like it's, it's i'm gonna be like coming back through the door um and and just being like uh oh so like are there any more like snacks in here like oh is am i am i interrupting something she looks at Royale. <laughs> um, and I think Royale sort of like, <laughs> she, she shakes off everything and she's like, no, you're not. I was just coming down. And Falcon Girl will step aside to let her go down. And Royale walks through. <laughs> Yeah. So I think uh, that scene will close for the moment with uh, Benchmark bringing some more snacks into the area and some more, you know, substantial foods as well. Hey folks, just checking in, and we're glad to have you here on the season finale of Cape Chronicles. It's been a joy and a blast to make this for you, and we hope you all are enjoying it. Anyway, here's the mid-roll. Up first is Nick Yurisiva, a.k.a. Quasi-Raptor. Nick is one of the two creative heads of Project Derailed. He's the GM of any nominated Tales of the Void Fair, a Spelljammer-inspired 5th edition podcast. He's a frequent player and maybe someday GM on Fables Around the Table. And he's one of the co-hosts of the new Cosmere and Coffee podcast, a discussion podcast about the works of Brandon Sanderson, along with producer and music man of Project Derail Tom and Tom's brother Mike. New episodes come out every second and fourth Monday of each month. You can follow Nick on Twitter, at Nick underscore Yurisiva, at Project Derail, at VoidFairPod, at Table Fables Pod, and at Cosmere Podcast. Following Nick is Fiona. Fiona plays our lovely leader, Falcon Girl. Fiona is the other creative head of Project Derail, and is also an accomplished writer and doting cat parent. Fiona plays Ravnus on Tales of the Void Fair. She is a showrunner for, frequent GM of, and often player on Fables Around the Table. Fiona is also one half of the hosting duo along with Roger of Into the Scoobyverse, a Scooby-Doo-inspired discussion podcast. You can follow Fiona on Twitter at Fiona L.F. Kelly. 
Speaking of Roger, up next is everyone's favorite DJ hero, Remix, a.k.a. Roger. Roger's a variety streamer on Twitch and can be found there at twitch.tv slash Roger. That's M-I-S-T-E-R-R-O-D-G-E-R. Roger's also a frequent player on Fables Around the Table. Check out this season of Fables Around the Table, Readings from Hell, for more of Roger as Sylvester. You can follow Roger on Twitter at Mr. Roger TTV. Up next is Chelsea, everyone's favorite angsty, punchy girl royale. Chelsea's the art director for Project Derail, the editor and frequent GM of Fables Around the Table, and frequent player as well. Chelsea's also the co-owner of Plot Kindling Candles, a candle company specializing in tabletop role-playing game-inspired candles. You can follow Chelsea on Twitter at CLRX4 and Candles Plot. And our extended lovely guest Maeve returns once again to grace us with the sounds of Fenrir. Maeve is an amazing guest who has been tons of fun to work with. Uh, her first appearance for Project Derailed was in Fables Around the Table Brass. Be sure to go back and check that out. Maeve is also part of the Third Floor War streaming gang. Visit twitch.tv slash thirdfloorwars, all spelled out. And check out Foxtale, spelled T-A-L-E, games podcast on all your favorite podcatchers. Right now, their first season, Rotting on the Vine, uses a system Curse of the House of Rookwood. Follow Maeve on Twitter at jfox1180 and at foxtail, spelled T-A-L-E, games pod. And then there's me. I'm Cliff. I'm the GM of Cape Chronicles. I'm a frequent player on Fables Around the Table, and I currently play Wally alongside Roger playing Sylvester in Fables Greetings from Hell. I'm an even more occasional read as whenever Nick is panicking and needs somebody to fill, on Tales of the Voidfair, playing the total artificer Squeedy. I'm also part of Nerdcore Hip Hop Duo 2D6, who rap about anime and video games and the existential dread of being a content creator. Follow me on social media as I may or may not use that all, the, all that often, on Twitter and Insta, at the Comic Sads, at Cape Chronicles on Twitter, at Cape Chronicles Podcast on Instagram, Cape Chronicles, Masks Actual Play Podcast on Facebook, and at 2D6 Music on all social media. And I want to also give a big shout out and thanks to Ukula the Mock for their song Superpowers for our intro theme from the album Super Secret. Superpowers was written by Rand Balavia and Adam Ling English. Check them out on Bandcamp, uklathemock.bandcamp.com and on Twitter at actuallyukla. If you enjoy this show, check out some of Project Derail's other shows like Fables Around the Table, Cosmere and Coffee, It's All Been Done, a Know Nothing Bare Naked Ladies podcast, and any nominated Tales of the Voidfarer. Also, be sure to check out backlog episodes of Big Streaming Pile, as well as our new show, Into the Scoobyverse. If you really like our shows, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash projectderailed. A single tier of $5 a month gets you access to special patron-only Discord channels, extended Q&A retrospective episodes, and a monthly show featuring Nick, Fiona, Chelsea, and Tom called Off the Rails. Speaking of Discord, visit projectderailed.com slash discord to join. You can interact with cast and fans, talk about art and bugs, and whatever nonsense I'm spewing out of my mouth that day. We also have monthly hangouts where we get together and just shoot the shit and try to get me to break while I interact with customers in my day job. It's super fun. Uh, coming up next for us, we're going to be looking at the retrospective episode for this past season. Uh, that should be coming out to you April 5th. So uh, if you want to get with us on social media or on Discord and ask questions for the retrospective, uh, we'd be happy to answer them. Uh, go ahead and if you're commenting on social media, 
Use the hashtag TapeQuestions. I probably said something different last week. I'll go back to that mid-roll and check it out later. Or come into the Discord and post in the Cape Chronicles discussion or spoiler thread. And you know, you'll be able to ask questions. We'll gather them up and make sure we can answer them. Like I said, that episode should come out on April 5th. Following that, we will have the Season 3 trailer that will come out two weeks from that, which that date, in fact, would be the 19th. And we should be looking to get into Season 3 uh, right around May 3rd. So right around the corner, gang, we'll be hitting our third season. And speaking of three seasons, thank you all so much for listening. The fact that you all have been enjoying this so much, it means the world. And we're so happy to keep this going for a third season to come out for you. Anyway, this is going to be long enough, so... Let's go ahead and get back to the episode. Thanks for listening. And we're going to flip over to Fen. Uh, Fen, where did you poof off to as you let your communicator drop? Um, I think I went to one of my, like good um, sort of like safe zone areas that I would use to like when I'm on patrol to kind of escape, you know, like a situation that maybe have gotten a little out of hand. Um, and, and and I think, I think Finn is kind of almost hyperventilating a little bit because like, holy shit, I just did that. Um, and, and he's just sort of talking to himself, just kind of like, oh my God, oh my God. Okay, so... Reset got punched into the ground. I don't... And then he stops and he goes, Oh, fuck. I don't even know where to find these guys. How am I supposed... <laughs> how am I supposed to talk to them if I don't even know? And I, I can't... He touches the side of his face and he goes, I can't go back at the moment. What? And he just, like... I think he just loses it, pulls out, like, one of his swords and just, like cuts something that's nearby, just, like, lashes out and um, stabs something metal or something and just screams in frustration. I think you hear a voice from behind you say, Hey, seems like uh, things aren't going that great for you right now, are they, kid? And uh, he'll turn around with his sword ready. And you see someone who's wearing a uh, full black costume uh, along the seams of like the shoulder line up over the head, down the sides. It gets real white and the suit almost looks as if it's the earth or the moon blocking out the sun. And, uh, yeah, Fenrir will kind of look at him and goes, look, I don't know who you are, but just because we have the same costume aesthetic doesn't mean you have any idea what's going on right now. Who the fuck are you? Someone who was in a bit of a similar situation that you seem to find yourself not sure who you can trust someone who's 
been through a lot and always wondering whether or not you're going to be the one responsible for someone you care about leaving. I've been there. I've been... I've been watching you since uh, you showed up in town, kid. I think Finn has, like, summoned up the other sword kind of, like, behind his back a little bit. And he says, so, how the hell do you know any of this? This is, unless you're literally inside Aegis, how the hell do you know anything about this? I've got... Uh, a lot of connections, a lot of eyes and ears out there. Uh, name's Eclipse. How you doing, bud? <sighs> <This fucker. laughs> yeah, um... Killer of dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Finn will... Finn will draw, a, like, a really shaky breath and realize he just can't back up whatever he's trying to, like, prove and, uh... You know what? I think he will just fall to the ground and start crying. Just like... Aww. Yeah, he's just... Aww. It's only been like three or four hours since he woke up. He's still pretty well exhausted <laughs> from... Uh, and he doesn't know how to get a hold of the people he needs to get a hold of. And he trusts them now a hell of a lot more than he does Wing. And his sister's stuck um, in Aegis and he doesn't know what to do about that. And... Yeah, he's just going to cry. And Aww. I think as you're crying, you feel a hand on your back. Hey, hey, hey. It's okay. It's okay. When you, when you don't know a lot about what's going on, it's easy to get overwhelmed. I've been there. Sometimes to make it in the world... You have to kill your heroes. And he just looks up at you and he goes, I don't, I don't think you understand. Without them, my sister dies. I might die. Hell, we might just disappear the same way we came into this world, just vanishing. I don't know. Every move that I make could push me closer to ruining everything for both me and her. Or it could be bringing us further. I don't know. I think you see him, like, sit down next to you, crisscross applesauce. I know a lot more than you think I would. I... I loved somebody once. Their powers... Coulda, mighta, shoulda, we're gonna end up bringing a galaxy-eating entity into the world. Which isn't good for really anybody, no matter what side of the cape you're on. And I spent about a good decade trying to find answers as a way to fix them. You know, the problem with that is sometimes they take the choice out of your hands for you. I don't... I don't know what you... I don't know what you're trying to say here, but... I... 
I have to save my sister if that's the way things are going to go. That's the only that's the only thought I've had for the past three years now is here we are and it, literally the minute we start I don't know the, from the very beginning of my existence consciously my abilities hurt her and yet I have to use my abilities to save her so I can't just stop. I can't let other people make decisions for me. Well, then why are you working for Aegis? Because they promised to help. They promised to let me do something in order to help them so that I could help her. That was the whole deal. And then this, this today, this whole, this whole damn thing felt like a trap. Like, like. Like they set this up and I am and then and he touches the side of his face again and, and I'm sure it's probably starting to make a pretty good bruise at the moment, which looks considering how pale his skin is, probably looks pretty significant. And he says, and and this this is not this is not what this was supposed to be. But I can't turn away from them because they have her. They can hold her against me if they need to. Well, here's the thing about that. You're right. It was a trap. I mean, I didn't set this up. This isn't my handiwork. But it was a trap. And if sources are right, then right about now and when... Eclipse says, now, you can hear a loud explosion go off again, this time uh, from the super's prison, the obelisk that's off the bay. There it is. Yeah, those, uh, those guys were uh, planning on being a big supervillain breakout. Uh, not your fault. The whole, the whole thing was a plan. Uh, there's this guy named Buzzness. You might have heard of him. He threw a uh, big fundraiser for Aegis the other day, like a couple weeks back. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I've been wanting him dead for over a decade now. And... I tried. Tried to get him. Uh, didn't quite work out. Feel a bit bad about the way things went down. Didn't mean to kill that falcon dude. I only want a buzz nest. They'd have just let me have him. Would have been a in and out easy day. I think, uh, Fen is going to start looking up at him and start um, taking a deep breath when he's kind of realizing exactly who this person is. And um, so what if their whole plan was to 
Are you telling me that that whole thing was a diversion so that they could blow up the prison? Is that what's going on? No, the the little moles I have around, the whole plan was for them to get into the prison to break it out from the inside. He he kind of stops for a second. And he he says, "Um, you know, I think um, I think there's somewhere I need to be." And then he just <laughs> gone. Yeah, you poof out of there. And the last panel is just kind of like him sitting back, looking towards the direction of the obelisk and saying, very excited to see how this plays out. And I think we will cut back over So as you're in this safe house, you see a couple of the kinetic suits that Benchmark would wear in glass cases. It's kind of a chrome look. And I think as you've all gotten down here, uh, there's a big monitor across one wall. And you can kind of see the explosions and things uh, on on the screen from the obelisk this breakout that's currently in progress scrambling on the screen as if somebody's hijacking the airwaves you see a shadowed figure and in a distorted voice you hear for too long now there's been talk of Aegis coming in and controlling who can be a hero and who can't be we will not abide by this heroes Heed my words. Aegis is not on your side. Aegis is on Aegis's side. Aegis wants control. But the truth is, we are control. We are the counteroffensive neutralizing the removal of liberty. You have the right to stand up against those who would harm the people of Halcyon City. You have the right, nay, the responsibility to stand against Aegis and who they deem is worthy to protect the city. The city needs protecting from Aegis. Whether hero or villain, everyone not with Aegis is against Aegis and is therefore a villain in their eyes. Join us and take back our city. And the screen kind of fizzles out from that again. And it's back to live reporting of the obelisk breakout. Fuck. Well, I guess that we know what they were planning now. What that distraction was. This isn't good. No, it's not. I was hoping that we could have resolved things more peacefully with Aegis sort of infiltrate from the inside, but I don't think that that's possible now. Why is there only two sides? 
Aegis or bad guys. This is not how world works. Yeah. I think you just see Remix being like very impressed by Fonzie's <laughs> observation. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think that it'll be useful to have allies, but I think also we'll need to be careful about how we proceed with stuff, even if we align ourselves only temporarily. Quasi nods. I mean, we already have some, I guess, villainous allies, um, but I don't want to uh, too much become something that we're not, I guess. But I don't think that any sort of infiltration works at this point. So we have to go more offensive. Quasi nods. And Quasi says, they, Aegis will call us villains. But if we continue to do good for the city, they can call us whatever they want. The people will know. Um, and then he's going to look at Remix and goes, marketing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but definitely marketing. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's what Rapid Falcon would say too. Ultimately, it's not about what Aegis labels us as, but as what we do. We help people together. Yeah, we we'll do our best with it. And we are together, so that's already we're halfway there, I guess. I think you see just a remix kind of like looking around everybody's faces. He's like kind of nodding. And then uh, I think on the uh, together line, I I think you just see like remix kind of linger looking at Royale. Yeah. And Royale's probably like shoved herself back in the corner. (laughs) And not out of, like, you can tell she's not, like, angry. Um, This seems to be more of a retreat out of, like, fear. I think um, uh, Remix will kind of say, um, uh, as uh, that thought kind of trails off, um, uh, Royale, um, I, I kind of just wanted to say like I'm sorry about what happened back there like I think I got like I don't know I think it really just like came out of like frustration in the moment in like the fight and I kind of embarrassed you and I felt like because I did that publicly I should kind of just say it in front of the group that you know I'm really just I'm sorry you know I shouldn't have I shouldn't have lashed out at you like that and honestly I don't I don't know why I did it but I'm sorry. Remix, I think that is a comfort or support role from you. Go ahead and give me a role plus mundane. Yeah. Um, here we go. Two. I hope it's a good one. <laughs> um, it is. It is pretty good. My mundane is at a zero. So that's an eight. All right, so on a hit, they hear you. Uh, 
Royale, you can mark potential, clear condition, or shift labels if you open up. Uh, hell yeah, I'm going to open up because God knows I need to do something for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still deciding what I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to clear a condition. I'm still deciding which one. Um, but Royale, um, she looks up and then looks down again and she says... It's all right. I, I understand. I, I should have done something more. Um, and I think, I think he'll just kind of, I think he'll just kind of, um, say, yeah, but I mean, you know, you just didn't deserve it in the way that I did it, you know? Yeah, maybe not, but. And, and I'm sorry. just was was a real dick move of me. It's okay. Really. It's not like I haven't said anything I regretted. Ever in my life. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and I think there, on that little beacon of hope for the four in the main team, I think that's where we will end our session. Hey, Nice. So let's start with Fen, uh, Fenrir. Uh, how are you feeling? Um, well, if you count Aegis as his team, he definitely feels like he is pulling away from them. Um, <laughs> um, as far as the, the other team, I don't... I think it actually pushes him a little closer to them just because, like, he doesn't have anyone else he can turn to. So he would be, like, trying to get in touch with them just because, like, he doesn't... And to some degree, maybe that's his way to save face just a little bit. Um, so he's definitely kind of torn in the middle between these two opposing forces. Well, I will let you decide for yourself, since this is a pretty big crossroads here. Do you want to kind of look at Aegis as your team, or do you want to look at uh, the team as your team? Mm, choose wisely. <laughs> um, I don't think he feels close enough to the team yet. I don't think he feels like they feel like he's part of the team. So I think he still he still sees Aegis as his team. He just sees himself distance from them. Yeah, especially considering that at the moment they, that team has your sister. Yeah, they have huge leverage. So I definitely think he's pulling further away from them. So you can take influence away from another character. I believe you took it away from Wing during your session. Uh, mm-hmm. The other notable name who you haven't had really much direct interaction with would be uh, Councilwoman Frankenfield. Uh, though you can assume that given the high-profile nature of your power set and the uh, interest therein, that they, uh... She's more than likely aware of you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I would say he probably would strip um, influence away from them if they had any on him. Uh, well, by but yeah, by technical uh, rule of the game, any adult has influence over the team yeah. until they are able to take it away. Yeah, that makes sense. Remix, uh, you had a day getting your little brother out of the line of fire after apparently following you and Falcon girl towards the problem. Yeah, I did. And, um, and I also said mean things. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I threw some peach cobbler today. It was, it was a very emotional day for everyone else. Not for remix. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think I'm going to, mm, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to grow into the image of myself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I think I want to move my, mm, gonna move my probably my um mundane i think up and my superior down yeah because i don't really have much to move actually now that i look at like where everything is at because mm -hmm. i'm like i don't really feel like i don't feel like i grew like much closer to the team really um I don't feel like I grew away from the team either. I don't know. Mm. But I just don't have like a ton either. I'm like very min-max right now. Mm -hmm. Quasi-Raptor, how are you feeling? I think Quasi grew closer to the team because that's like Quasi's biggest thing. Quasi wants to see the team get along because they're his friends. And while there's been ups and downs, um, I think we're all together again for what feels like the first time in a while. Um, so I think that's where Quasi's at. He'll take that as a positive. Yeah. Even if there's still shit that needs figured out. And who are you feeling close to? Who made you feel that connection the most, do you think? Um, I think um, maybe like rationalizing it as a little bit as a holdover from the last uh, session. Um, I'm going to say Royale. Oh, it's me. And it's a me. Royale, you have influence <laughs> over Quasi, so you can shift a label up and down your choice. Oh, baby. What do you got? Um, I'm trying to think of what would not just completely destroy you. <laughs> um, I kind of think, at least with how Royale sort of sees Quasi, I think I want to push up your savior. Interesting. Okay. Um, and down your danger no don't do that <laughs> i'm doing it <laughs> you, should, you should want freak more anyway um my danger is now at zero. Oh, rip spicy i've been nerfed you've been nerfed <laughs> get 
get wrecked. This is <laughs> this is just because Royale needs to be the strongest one on the team. <laughs> Sabotage. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, and so uh, you can uh, gain influence or clear a condition. Uh, not not influence. Uh, you can mark potential or clear a condition. I will clear guilty. So now I'm just angry. Angie. No talk me angie. <laughs> it's really because he's cranky. Yeah, he mm-hmm. needs a snack and a nap. Instead of going to my own personal trope of asking these questions and leaving them for last, I will do Royale now. Royale, how are you feeling? That's me. Mm. Uh bad. <laughs> um I think she was hoping by the end of this to have a little more closure than she does. And now things are just extra bad. (laughs) I do think she feels closer to the team. Um, Mostly because I don't think she feels farther away from them. Um, And... There isn't growing into any image when you're very, very, very confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm... I have, I have such good options for feeling closer to the team, I guess. Uh, Quasi comforted her before we got started. Remix apologized. Uh... Falcon Girl was there. Uh, <laughs> no, but but I think I think um, our last sort of interaction as Falcon Girl and and Royale meant something to Royale. Uh, whether or not she can really put words to what that is, uh, she doesn't know. Um, and you, I think you all have influence over me, so it doesn't really matter who. Who, who wants to shift my labels? <laughs> uh, let's... I am interested. Let's give it to Falcon Girl. Yeah. She's playing with your emotions. Mm. That's interesting. <laughs> um, let's say... Let's move... Hmm. Let's move your danger down and your mundane up. Interesting. Interesting that you're nerfing Royale right after Royale just <laughs> nerfed Quasi. How could you do this? How could you do this to my best buddy Quasi? <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually with this potential, I will be at five. Yeah. Nice. I am. I think I'm going to take my moment of truth. Hell yeah. Oof. That's exciting. Yeah. 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 That's probably fine. It's probably fine. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not worried. Ah. I like that. And, uh, last and certainly not least, Falcon Girl. Falcon girl. Um, so I was sort of torn 
between grow into your image of yourself or grow away from the team. Um, because I think that that last conversation with, uh, uh, Royale was very, very upsetting to her. Um, (laughs) but I am going to go into grow into your own image of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that since this is the second time now that uh, that she has lost control to horrific effects, um, she's going to move danger up. And then um, I think that she is going to move superior down um, because she's sort of feeling as though she's losing her footing as like the leader of the team and isn't really sure if she like wants to be leader anymore and feels um very lost and unsure without Deacon. Quasi Raptor for leader 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Quasi Raptor, nowhere of things. More chicken for everybody. <laughs> Why are there two sides? There should be at least three sides. (laughs) (laughs) That wraps up this issue of Cape Chronicles. Cape Chronicles is powered by Masks, A New Generation. Masks was written by Brendan Conway and is published by Magpie Games. Visit magpiegames.com for more information on how you can create your own superhero stories in Halcyon City. Our theme song, Superpowers, was performed by Ukla the Mock and written by Rand Balavia and Adam English. Be sure to join us every first and third Wednesday for more superpowered stories and heroic hijinks. On behalf of Project Derailed, I'm your GM Cliff, and we'll see you next time. projectderailed.com Breaking news. Increased sightings of a mysterious graffiti symbol have residents of Hell, Michigan nervous. While some may say this could be from local teen pranksters, others worry that the symbols could mean something more. Could there be a connection to the teen pop idol Ricky Q who disappeared in Hell last year? More information after the break. Then she would also ask if you saw the latest. He thinks that some sort of like power is being drained. Oh God, it's even at Jesus Christ. You you still pass the couple places where you have seen these symbols. Uh, breaking in? She gives him like a sideways glance. To follow this story and more, check out Fables Around the Table, Greetings from Hell, wherever you get your podcasts. Back on Toral, I was a nobody. I got teleported out here, and here I'm something. I'm somebody. The Voidfarer begins maneuvering towards this 200-meter-long space whale. The handle one of these, you need grit. Is that something you have? I'm a tiny little guy. Of course I got grit. If you tried anything, it would end very poorly for you. This alithid dreadnought warps away, accelerating to spell jamming speed as quickly as they arrive. Who the fuck? <laughs> what am I trying to say here, Ravnus? That we're crew. I like that. We're crew. That is a natural one. 
you send yourself sailing out the side of the ship, untethered. Oh. I'm putting a python into the ground. I'm wrapping my rope around it, but I'm jumping into the gravity well. <laughs> a gnome, a halfling, and a half-orf walk into a bar. I forget the middle part, but the punchline is feathers everywhere, and that's not my peanut butter. I cast Tasha's Indian Slapper. <laughs> Climb aboard for Tales of the Voidfarer, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, my consequences have actions. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Player me going, uh, yeah, this guy's a bad guy, and Fen going... Ah, uh, this guy's paying attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> Son fucking, of a god. Fucking eclipse killer of dads. <laughs> I know, this is two in a row. <laughs> well, Fen doesn't have a dad to kill, so... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you better not develop any father figures. Right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe you should get, like, real close to Agent Wing so that right? we can use the <laughs> Eclipse will just take care of it, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere, uh, Falcon Girl doesn't know why, but she curses the name of Dan Walker. <laughs> 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 <laughs>